Hello, welcome to Speaking of Wrestling. What's up? I'm Evan. And I'm Adam. And today we are going to talk about some of our favorite matches of the last year or so. Uh, spoiler, they're going to be AEW matches. Sorry about it. It's uh, the stuff we've watched together. Yeah, I mean, we were together for these matches or but. or talking while we were watching them. Yeah. Um, but before we get into it, uh, we have an Instagram account and you can follow us there uh, and we'll post some uh, topics that we're going to talk about and we're going to post when we have new episodes up and uh, it's a place where you can you can interact with us you can yes. send messages you comment tell us things that we should talk about because we're running out of ideas yep and it's just speaking <laughs> of wrestling on Instagram so but yeah if you yeah you want to hook up let us know how we're doing make fun of us whatever we don't care it's true we don't care don't not don't care at all no I mean I mean I do care we care that you're talking to us, but not that. But, but we don't care that you're making fun of us right. because because we, I mean it's us. We're self aware that we're not right. We're we know what we are. Yeah, I know. We, I, I know what I'm we about. We are two goobers talking about wrestling. That's so true. It's kind of a low bar. Let's be real. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> low bar. Speaking of low bars, hey, we're going to tell some stories about wrestling matches and. Other thing, not they're not all wrestling matches. Sometimes they're all related. This first one's going to be about uh, we were on vacation this past summer, and it was uh, night two of Fight for the Fallen. Uh, oh yeah, for AEW bars. Yeah. Yes, this is a few segues. Yeah. I'm getting better at this podcasting thing. <laughs> so we were on family vacation, and uh, the world is was still kind of shut down. There wasn't much going on because the current global pandemic that was happening at the time is still kind of happening now. But we were we were at the beach. So we decided, let everybody hang out the house. We'll just go walk around. So we took a, uh, I guess it was by a 45-minute walk. Well, this was, I remember being super excited to be, because we don't get to watch Dynamite together. We watch yes, all the pay-per-views. But we don't get to watch Dynamite. And this was, they were doing Fight for the Fallen. Yep. And it was, a you know, like a Wednesday night. I think it was night two. Uh, yeah, I believe so. But... We we were really excited and like our wives were making fun of us because they're like, I'm glad you guys get to watch this together, you know, because we're the whole week. We're like, these matches are happening. It's going to be awesome. And we get to, you know, we got made fun of by all of our family because we we're really excited and they didn't care at all. So we I don't remember anything. I, I remember that uh, our I guess our parents, specifically our stepfather, was making fun of Sonny Kiss a lot. Yes, he did make fun that of Sonny the, Kiss. He the, didn't understand. He couldn't understand that Sonny Kiss identifies as a woman. I guess, and I don't think. Dresses, I, I think he's just. I mean, they say I she. Think I think just, they say she. I, either uh, way, regardless. But the whole it, like every thirty seconds. Why well, is he dressed like a like a girl? Like a, he looks like a girl. Um, but <laughs> it was it was funny. Yeah, but so you know we have fun. We watch the we watch the show, and we said, oh, let's just go for a walk. Yeah, like we didn't have at the beach. We didn't have TV. It was you know. They, it was internet. Yeah, it was all internet. There was no streaming like normal TV. television. So I had to hook up my computer to yeah. the TV to stream it off the TNT so, app. So everyone else wants to watch television now that it's connected. Yeah. And we just we decided, hey, we're gonna go wander the beach. Yeah. So we we were like four blocks off the beach. So we walked down to the beach, and we walked up the strip, which was just hotels and nothing. Yeah. There's like. I mean, if you've ever been to Myrtle Beach, there's like four thousand like wings and yeah. or waves or whatever. Just yeah. knickknack. But we were we weren't surf shows. We weren't quite in the like Myrtle Beach proper, so it was a little bit on the outskirts. So there wasn't a ton. It's, yeah, it's literally hotels and, and beach houses. And, yeah, yeah, nothing. Uh, and so then we actually made it onto the beach and walked onto the beach for a little bit. Yeah. And then we went to a to like one of those 
beat shops and looked around and looked at the silly t-shirts they try to sell tourists that oh, say yeah. like lifeguard grab my buns or something yeah you know whatever, yeah take your pick of what or they like, say like a girl you know bikini or whatever oh so. uh, yeah yeah uh, and then, uh, you know, and they always sell the, uh, the novelty lighters that have like weed leaves and stuff on them. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's uh, a big deal. Uh, and then, so we did that. Like a seashell necklace. Yeah. And then we walked all the way up past the house we were staying at another three blocks. I mean, we legit probably walked for like an hour yeah. and a half. We like, walked to like the actual like, like main, were... main highway. Yeah. And there was a putt putt place. Oh, yeah. And uh, put put place. Yeah. <laughs> that was what it was. Yeah. And then we kept walking and we saw a gas station and we said, we should stop at this gas station. And for some reason, we wandered in and we bought club tails, yeah. which are pre-mixed cocktails yeah. in a can. We are we are adults or what well, we are adult age. Yeah, we are adult age. So <laughs> that is true. We, we were like, let's get an adult beverage. I mean, and it's it's vacation. And and it's it's a running joke that. Neither of us are heavy drinkers. Like, I, I one beer is enough for me, and I'm yeah, like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> but we're like, they're, yeah, they're like twelve percent alcohol. Yeah, so it, it was like a glass of wine or something. Yeah. But either way, we were like, okay, let's do it. And there were these these weird like fruit flavors, it, <laughs> yeah, and they like were not watermelon. They were not good at all. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But I, as, I mean, it was fine. But I wouldn't drink it, you know, for fun. Uh, <laughs> we we literally drank it for fun. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we bought these cans, and we walk two blocks back off the off the highway, and we're in the middle of this. Now it's a neighborhood almost. It's like, yeah, there's it's, no it's street legit. lights. There, yeah. It's dark. We wander up on this like fountain in a park. Yeah, it was like a small little park. And or so we're, we're like taking selfies. So and... we decided, well, let's not wait. We just opened the cans, and we just it, yeah, whatever. I mean, it's the beach. It's not like we were we were driving. Obviously, not driving because that's illegal. And do not do that. And we were not doing anything but walking, uh, and these these tiny back roads where there was, yeah, we didn't come across any traffic. No, we're just we were just doing loops. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of like if you're off the highway, there's not any cars. Yeah, this is like a maze of they have houses. Like little golf carts to get to the beach, but that's it. <laughs> and so we uh, we got club tails and we walked back to the house and we walked in and they're like, "What do you do?" That's, yeah, I remember your <laughs> wife said was like mad or something she's like really open containers like, what would you do if the police showed up and like say yes sir and pour them out like <laughs> yeah i mean right, whatever it was it, like three dollars but it was the funny thing it was just funny a lot about wrestling because we, we we literally walked around and talked about what we just watched and <laughs> showed up and they were watching some sort of like alaskan survival show and like a half asleep and we're like all right great yeah everyone was like half passed up it, everyone wanted the television because you know now they have it, so we'll just leave, and they watch their two hours of whatever. Yeah. And then everyone goes to bed, and we're like, let's put more wrestling on. Yeah, so after that, <laughs> we decided to watch, uh, we pulled up the Botchamania YouTube channel and watched some uh, some terrible botches, and then we got to talking about uh, CM Punk and Samoa Joe and Ring of Honor. So we watched, uh, we yeah. watched like an hour-long uh, time limit draw submission, uh, well, time limit yeah, draw match. Probably, I think that was the second one. It, it, it was so funny because I hadn't I hadn't seen a bunch of those, so we watched yeah. we just watched wrestling on YouTube. When when we get together, like you know how you do with your friends, where you like you send them like a cute cat video on like TikTok or whatever, you know, some stupid, and then they go, "Oh, that reminds me of this one," and send it back, you know, yep. another, and you go down the rabbit hole. We do that, but with wrestling matches. Yes. Like, have you seen this? And then we watch a match, and they go, "Oh, that reminds me of this match," and then we watch. So like three hours later, we're still watching wrestling and going, "Oh, that that was like when, uh, you know, um." It, 
whoever like when flipped Rez... off. Yeah, when yeah. Ray flipped off the ladder and landed on his head, or yeah. or when he missed a Spanish fly, and broke his neck. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, cool. That reminds me of yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Well, so that's the uh, the beach club tell story. So fun times. That was that was a hoot. That that was not really a specific match. That was more just the show in general. Yeah. And not really the show, more just us being idiots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but actual what, wrestling matches. But speaking of actual wrestling matches. Speaking of wrestling. One that we were actually there for and is high up on the list of crazy wrestling matches we've seen was uh, Dynamite in Atlanta, Georgia, when they had the steel cage match. Oh, the cage. With Cody Rhodes and Wardlow. It was yeah. Wardlow's first match, I believe. Yeah, we, we kind of talked about it. Um, on the first one yeah. and like the show, but we didn't talk about the match itself. Yeah. So go, going in, it uh, the story was, I, I think Cody had to win. He had to, he he had had to, to do he, a bunch of stuff. Yeah, he had to take 10 lashes yeah. on live TV from MJF and he had to face Wardlow in a, in a cage match. Yeah, I think he had to win, but it doesn't matter. We knew going in, it's Cody's there was, hometown. There was never a doubt yeah, he was going to win. We knew he was yeah. going to win. We knew he was going to do something stupid off of the top of this cage. Didn't care. It was going to be awesome. But if if you've ever been to a wrestling show, it's a lot smaller when you're in the arena than it looks on TV. Yep. Like they like the cameras just make it look huge. Yeah, the ring the ring is surprisingly small. Yeah. What you would what you would see on TV. Yeah. Right, and and you always feel like you're a lot closer to it than you you would think. You know, like even if you're in the top row, you still feel. Yep. You know, it's it's very close, and then they have the big. Um, Whatever it is, like the basketball, yeah, the jumbotron, tron thing, you know, scoreboard that, at the top, yeah. So yeah. they, so you can like see all the action. They like broadcast that, so it's not like even if you know you're far away, you're yeah. not, you're still watching. It's there's not a bad seat. So so we walk in and we're at the, I mean we're at the top of we're not at the top level, but we're at the top of the like, like the bowl, the main bowl. Level, yeah. Um, so we're pretty much like dead eye even with this cage. Yeah. That's hanging. It's got to hang there the entire show because they can't. Move it in and yeah, out. It's just not possible. It's going going in. We didn't know this was their first cage match, yep. and only as of right and, now. Yeah, and their only one as of now. Um, and you know what a cage match is if you watch wrestling, but you don't know it's a brand new promotion. Just like um, we were talking about the all the other stuff. Like you don't when they announce a match when they announce a. Uh, like whatever Matt Hardy's, you know, yeah. a broken rules match or what. You then really don't know until they yep. do it what it's going to look like, sure. even, even if you've seen it before, because this is a new company. So we had no idea what the cage was going to look like. And you get in and there's this cage hanging from the ceiling and it's really ominous. Yeah. Because there's just, it's literally like a big, big, it, thick truss on the sides yeah. with chain link, basically. Yeah, it's like chain link fence. And it's, I don't know. Because they put it to the bottom, so it's, I don't know, 15, 20 feet. Yep. And it's pretty scary looking. And, you know, some of them, unlike, I don't know, I guess Hell in a Cell or whatever, they have, like, space on the outside of the ring. Yeah, this between. is literally just... It was butted up against, yeah. but not quite. And Yeah, I, somebody at, almost fell at out. At one point, crazy. Wardlow threw Cody, and he his leg, like, went between the apron yeah. and the, the cage, and, you know, it was scary. But in true Cody Rhodes fashion, within, like, five minutes, he was bloody. Because yeah, that's what he does. Because he bleeds for wrestling, um, literally. Yeah, yeah literally. Uh, but it was again. You just don't know what it's going to be like until you see this behemoth of a man who's just been in promos and like beat up people 
walks yeah, down War, to the ring. Wardlow's legit, probably what like two six. And he's a he's a large fella. But like Cody's not beefy now, though. Yeah, he, true. He wasn't then. Cody is a lot bigger now than he was when he fought Wardlow. But so they 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 get into the ring, and you just ha- you you just have the sense that something crazy is going to happen. I mean, obviously it's a cage match. They're going to somebody's going to climb the cage. That's the whole purpose, right? But I mean, Wardlow literally just throws his face into that cage over and yeah. over and over again. And uh, he gives him like an F10, whatever they call it. Yeah, I think it's the F10, the spinny, he, yeah, yeah, and this little spinny thing. I mean, it just, it, Cody just takes a beating. But he, he did that giant senton, and we were both like, wow. Yeah. The, like the flipping yeah. top rope. Wardlow jumping senton. is scary because he's so big. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, you know, we're, we're sitting up there and we're looking down, and Cody starts to climb the cage, and we're both like, he's not going to do it. He's not going to do yeah, it. Yeah, and he did it on our side. He was on... Or he was on the opposite side, so we saw him come at yeah, us we, in a flip. N- no, I think he was on... Yeah, I believe so. We saw him flip, flip. Towards us. I don't I don't remember. That's... I was trying to watch, but also trying to watch the screen and lots of things. But I remember... Either way. I vividly remember he was climbing, thinking... I was thinking, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. And we then he, like, get, he gets to the top, pounds his chest... Doesn't look back and just jumps. Yeah. We, we like stood up and like held hands. Yeah, it was. We're, we're, we're going to watch someone. It's going to be awesome or someone's going to go yeah. away in an ambulance. I, so. I still don't know how that man did not look behind him. He just jumped, which is terrifying. You, you have to trust the dude that's catching you yes. for sure. And thankfully and he did because Wardlow almost didn't yeah, catch him. Yeah, it was close. It, he, Wardlow saved, basically saved Cody a broken leg. Yeah. He broke, much. I think he broke what, two? He broke his big toe? At or, least one toe. He broke some toes. He smashed his foot up it, pretty bad. It yeah. looked, I mean, it was, a. he like landed on Wardlow's shoulder barely because he, he, I don't know if he over-rotated or he wasn't in the right spot, whatever. It was scary. And the whole time, you know, we were... We're like, oh, is he dead? Oh, is he dead? Yeah, oh, is he dead? He got up and cut a promo afterwards. I don't know if that oh, aired. He he climbed at the cage. He climbed it in. Yeah, Dynamite ended with him on top of the cage, like surveying his land. Like yeah. I did it, and then he cut the craziest promo about, you know, this is where I'm from. You've always been so good to my family, and everybody's crying and hugging and yeah, like oh man, I have, I get real hyped. Like this is an embarrassing story, but not really. But like whenever I get really hyped, like. I start to cry. I don't know. I, I guess like I tear up. I don't know what. I can't explain it. It's like you know how when you hear like music or something that like moves you and you like start to cry and stuff. It's not like I'm sad or it's not like it's really emotional necessarily. It's just like when I get really excited, like I start crying. So I remember Adam looked at me and was like, "Dude, are you crying?" Like, yeah. <laughs> like I'm, he's jumping off a cage. <laughs> but. And then, yeah, then he cut yeah. a promo, and that I think that was actually what he said. You know, it's like they asked me if I was gonna jump off the cage. Like, you know, I'm jumping off the cage in my yeah. hometown. And I'm pretty sure, uh, I'm pretty sure Tony told him not to do it. I think that's what I've heard the story is. He's like Tony, like said, no, don't, don't do it. Like they, I don't mean that could be made up, but you know, it's it's a lot of crazy. Like thinking, I'm gonna have to jump off this thing, and either it's gonna go really good or it's gonna go real bad. Yeah, like. I don't, I mean, we're, have no concept, but imagine, it's got to be, it was at least 15 feet, maybe 20. Yeah, it was, it was tall. And imagine landing, it's like plywood and stuff, like it's not really like cushy or whatever. But um, yeah, imagine like jumping backwards and doing a flip off of your house. Yeah. Onto the ground. 
and hoping that someone down there will catch you enough to where you don't break your legs. Yeah. It's pretty much what he did. <laughs> it was nuts. Yeah, it was nuts for sure. But that's what Cody Rhodes does for wrestling because that man loves wrestling more than just about anything else in his life. Yeah. Uh, except for his family. I guess he loves his family. Oh, he's having a baby too. It's Actually, true. I thought about that. Yeah. Um, but man, that... Congrats, Cody, if you're listening, congrats. Hey, that's true. So if someone knows Cody, send him this. <laughs> But yeah, that he is definitely one of the most dedicated people to professional wrestling I've ever seen. Yeah, he's. I I am so glad that he got out. That sounds really bad, but like he was doing the Stardust stuff. Yeah. And I'm really glad that he got out, and showed how good of a wrestler he actually is. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. So. Well, let's uh let's let's think about some more matches. Um, we have a couple of uh, Young Bucks matches we wanted to talk about. Uh, one being the Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers in a ladder match. The uh, Escalera de los Muertos. Yeah. So they had like, I think it was like four or five different ladders, big, tall ones, short ones. And uh, the craziest thing about this match, there's not a ton about this match. I mean, it was just, it was a great match because it was for the AAA tag titles. Oh, that's right. It was for the AAA titles. Yeah, the Lucha Bros were the champs. uh, No, the Bucks were the champs, I think. And they were, either way, it was for the titles and it, they were hanging. And I remember at one point, Matt took off Pinna's mask and that was a big thing. Oh, yes. That is not cool. I was um, mad at that, actually. Um, I mean, obviously, it's a work and they planned it. But it still was like, oh, he just did that. Yeah. And they made a big deal about it, which was awesome. Uh, yeah, this was, I think this was when Ray was starting to shine. Like yes. every, when they came in, everyone thought Pinna was going to be the guy because yeah. he had so much charisma. And he had that, he had had that match with Kenny at, Yes. All in. The first the the, the one they ran the up. one they ran independently. Yeah. Um they did I can't keep. One was all in, one was all out, and then they do the same yeah. double or nothing. I don't know. They're all they all run together. Yeah. Uh but but Phoenix started to skyrocket and he just yeah. crazy move after crazy move. And I remember there was one spot where I believe it was he and Nick were on opposite ladders and they both looked at each other and then did the exact same move off the ladder onto the yes, respective brothers. The they were like to the outside. They did yeah, like onto tables or onto something. each other. Yeah. And then, um, but the, the, the thing that other than that bonkers Canadian moonsault off of the, or Canadian destroyer, destroyer off the ladder onto the table. Yeah. That was, that was a time when they were like, Hey, let's try and do the stupidest destroyers we can. Everyone yeah. was trying to do like, absolutely. Uh, but other than that, the scariest thing that happened was that I believe it was one of the Lucha Bros set up the wrong size ladder in the middle of the ring. Pinta and, and Nick Pinta set it up or pushed it over. Nick climbed it and was reaching for the belts and it got pushed over and he was going to take a bump onto two tables on the outside of the ring. Outside of the ring, yeah. But the ladder was too short. And so when he fell, he... He clipped the rope, or he, he clipped. He clipped the rope with his feet and went and did like face first. He did a neck whip, yeah. at, and so he didn't hit the tables cleanly. Yeah. And uh, I'm pretty sure I remember an interview with Matt where he he had to get Rick Knox to like ask if Nick was dead. Like they were both on the outside we, of the ring. We like, thought that was the end of the it, match. It, it looked like his head just creamed the floor and the table. Yeah, I'm surprised he got up. I mean, it was like Spike Dudley level bad. Table bump. Oh, yeah, that's a fun one if you want to look that up. That was La Resistance, uh, where they toss him over yeah, and his he, leg clips, and he he misses the table and lands. He hits the back of his head yeah. on the table and lands flat on the ground. That's a that's a fun one. Look that but, one. But, yeah. I mean, we yeah, we thought Nick had died at that point. Um, and then you have another Young Bucks match. 
which is the uh, the tag match that everyone is familiar with at this point, I guess. The Bucks versus Kenny and Hangman. Yeah, at, probably uh, the best tag match I've ever seen. And it was, it was just they just traded. They went back and forth. It was. Did you say? It? I'm sorry. It was Kenny and the Bucks. It was at Revolution last year. It was. Revolution. Yes. It, it was right before. February it was right before, right before the world shut down. Yeah. And so, it was just they went back and forth. It was a. Are the Bucks going to take the throne? They've they've come this far. This is their chance. Because I mean. Yeah, Kenny and uh, Kenny and Hangman had won they, like like the month before or something. They and won on the Jericho. They cruise, won on the Jericho yep. cruise and won the titles. And they were had just been thrown together, and so they weren't like yeah. actually a tag team. Right. So no one expected them yeah. to beat. And then the Bucks won the tag turmoil, whatever. They, they won the it. battle royal. Yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah, at the show with yep. the cage. <laughs> um, For a chance. To go, and it was an all-elite. This was when they were all still together, and it was an all-elite, like, tag team match for the championships. And if I remember correctly, it started with one of them, somebody spitting in a face, like, I think it was Hangman or Matt. They, they they were mad at each other at that point, right? Yeah, this was this was when Hangman, they were teasing him to turn. Um, So it was, he was teased to, like, that he was going to be the one that was going to turn on everybody and, like, kill the elite or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you want to say. So I, th- I think they were mad at him cause he was like, he was teasing his whatever. Yeah. He, he was, like, he was trying to pull Kenny's allegiance away from the elite. Uh, yeah, he I, was trying to get like, he was trying to make them more solid and not, right. not the whole group. So, um, that was, I, it was still, yeah, like I said, the, the best, tag match I've ever seen. It got, it escalated. It kept getting better. There was a lot of levels of story to yes. it. They, um, um, that was when the bucks pulled out the, the, the trigger, the B with the BTE trigger. Yeah. That was when they started doing that. Cause that was consistently. At, Cause that was the, that's what Coda and Kenny had been, had done yes. at the golden lovers. Right. Yes. So that was kind of like, Oh, they're using his move. I don't cause yeah, he does. What is he called? Common or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. And yeah, then, where they like pull him in with their arms and knee him in the face. And then uh, Hangman teased doing the one winged angel, or did he actually do it? I can't. He remember. didn't do it. He put one of them on his shoulders and teased it, and then it got broken up. Okay. But I I remember that. I again I get super hyped, and I remember we were um this was we usually watch them at my house, and this time we had to be you were like babysitting. Or yeah, something. Uh, I was. My wife was out of town, so I was at home with my daughter. Yeah, so, so we watched. It so around. we had to be here, mm-hmm. and I remember I kept I. I do this thing where, like, the more excited I get, I have to, like, get higher. So so I'm sitting normally, and then I, like, start putting my feet under me, and then I start, like, climbing up, like, Spider-Man, the back of the chair, the couch, or whatever. And <laughs> I remember Adam was like, dude, just sit, at, you know, sit over here. You can go over here. Don't break the couch, whatever it was. Yeah. And, I, and we're, like, trying not to scream because yeah. we're afraid we're going to wake up a child. Because, spoiler alert, pay-per-views happen after bedtime. Yeah. Because... Because you know your kid's like six, so. Well, it's past my bedtime too. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> Pay per views happen after. Yeah. Uh, right. They don't, start, they don't start. They don't start till uh, yeah. Usually eight. I think seven or seven is pre show. Eight is real yeah. show. Yeah. So the end. I the most important part of the match was the end. I guess it was when Hangman's turning. It was. They were teasing a hangman turn, like he was going to turn on Kenny. Yep. Um, and he uh, they they beat. I don't even know how the finish happened. I think it was like 
it was when they were doing that like the V trigger buckshot yeah, like the combo. last call or whatever they called it. Yeah, yeah V trigger buckshot combo. And so uh, Omega and Hangman win, and then they teased uh, Hangman turning with uh, he. He goes to, like, it looks like he's going to do the buckshot. Yeah, he, he, he does that where he grabs a rope and his hands are turned. Yeah, like, they're, he, they're the Bucks are celebrating with Kenny in the ring, and Omega, or Hangman, leaves, and then turns around like he's going to do the buckshot, and he, like, pulls the rope mm-hmm. down and gets ready. And then when they turn around to look at him, he, like, he just kind of opens. He stops and, like, waves him. Yeah, like, yeah, and, like, come and on. like, holds the ropes open instead, like he was, like was going to open the yeah. ropes instead of, you know. It was the biggest tease they've done, and why that's still gonna happen in North Carolina. <laughs> right? And they so and then they use that as a springboard just to basically elevate Kenny. Like after that, they started to crumble as a team. Yeah, that that Kenny was Kenny started building his his single cleaner, run, guess, yeah. and Hangman started to be like the drunk cowboy. Right. And then you know they built that into the progression it is now, which is the. Best long-term storytelling in American wrestling. True. This is that's the best long-term. Yeah, the the story will be. I don't know. Um, the the Hangman and Kenny saga has had. They've been doing this really since they started, right? Since. Mm-hmm. So it's been going on a year and a half now. Yeah, it's been it's been a very long story. It's awesome. It's like and Raven it will, and Tommy Dreamer. It will continue to go until Hangman kicks out of the One Winged Angel. Yes. In and North Carolina. I want that to happen <laughs> because I want to see it in person right? and lose my mind. Um, what else we got? We have another one? Nope, that was all the ones we had written down. Unless you can think of one off the top of your head. Speed round, go. Oh, we had the uh, the Lights Out Oh, match. you're right, you're right, I'm sorry. Forget I said that. There's one more on the list that I had put to the side. We uh we're gonna talk about the it was Kenny and Mox in the Lights Out match yeah because there's another one that's happening depending on when we post this yes it either has happened or will happen soon so this was the one that was unsanctioned and lights and it was lights it was out lights out and so it, the big deal was this one was they had they had planned the match but Mox that's when Mox had uh, the infection in his elbow and they had to postpone, they postpone it. it and so they used that in the story and Kenny like started berating him about it and like. Was basically used it to antagonize him, like, "Oh, you you weren't ready to wrestle me." Yeah, I called him a weenie. Yeah, but um, this one had so many layers too, because even though it was technically not on anybody's record, on a dynamite, uh, Mox uh, paradigm shipped Kenny through a glass table. That yeah, it it was it was at the pay per view before that was at uh, all out. It was a pay per view. Yeah. This happened at Full Gear, which was in like November or something. Mm-hmm. So whatever they're like. It's like September, Fallout, whatever. Mox, Mox shows up. This was like right after he left um, the WWE and was kind of on everybody's radar. And he shows up, and that's how they started this. Was like yeah, because he, he, he threw him off the poker chips. Yes, it was all out because he threw him off the poker chips. And then, uh, so leading into full gear, uh, they're they're going back and forth, you know, where they just fight each other and things are happening. That was, uh, Mox. Yeah. Mox drug him up to the, whatever it was like their little, yeah, uh, it's like a little, uh, I don't know, like 
Well, you can, it's not a presser. I don't know. Like, they basically made their way, but they made their way like through the like crowd, a VIP to the, area, I guess, through like the back tunnel, and it was just like a couch and a little yeah, yeah, living like room some set. sort of VIP area, yeah. and gives him the paradigm shift on top of this glass table, which was insane. Yeah, and it just shattered into many and pieces. Exploded, yeah, and then um, Kenny had, at that point was teasing his cleaner stuff. Yep. Um, so during the match, they, they do a lot of callbacks. Yeah, it was um there was another he said uh K- Kenny's thing was He was the bet he was he like he was the better wrestler, yeah. So he said, What are you gonna do, John? Chain wrestle me? Yeah. Cause the, you know, they were like trying to figure out how the match was gonna go. Yeah. And so he joked that that Mox couldn't beat him in a pure wrestling, in a wrestling match. match. Right. So there there were a lot of it's just that's what Kenny does, a lot of like callback stuff. So during the match they had that like um they brought out a literal chain. Yeah, and Mox, Mox put it in his mouth and basically choked him with it. Yeah. Um, and so they called back to the chain wrestling, like literally chain wrestling. Yeah, they had the, uh, Kenny brought out, um, was it Kenny? One of them brought, it was like a ba- basically a bag of glass. Yeah. And they poured, like, you know how they do with thumbtacks all the time? Yeah. But they poured out g- literal glass and that was the thing. They're like, oh, it was the Yeah, the table. announcer, the announcers made a point to, t- to say it was the glass from the broken table. Like that kind of stuff. Um... He did the clean. He found like uh, Mox was hitting him with barbed wire baseball bats. Yeah, barbed wire bats. So so Kenny gets out a barbed wire broom because he's the cleaner and is sweeping him. You know, like yeah, on his back. Yeah, it was sweeping his back with barbed wire. Kenny does a lot of stuff like that. And um, they were, uh, and they had the that really gross segment with the spot with the ice pick. Yeah, that was terrifying. Like that was too much for me. Where it, like he tried to like stab him with an ice pick yeah. and. Missed and ugh, no, thank you. Uh, but they, um, the I, it wasn't even the finish, I was gonna say mm-hmm. the finish, but then then Kenny gets the bucks, I think. Well, so that he was like, Bring it out, bring it out, yeah. And, it was, and they bring out this spider web net contraption, and the they didn't wire. they didn't want to do it. It was like they played off like the whole, like, no, oh, this is too much, yeah, don't go that far kind of thing. And then they uh, they bring out this. It's like a crystal, like a yeah, like a circus net yeah. thing made of barbed wire. And they go off the stage. I think it was just a suplex. Yeah, they, yeah, it was a suplex. And they both ended up in it. And it's and that wasn't the finish. It was stupid. And it took like five guys to get them out. Yeah, we're like, okay, it's over, cool. And then they wrestled another like fifteen minutes. <laughs> it and, was nuts. Yeah, and Mox pulled up the the ring pad and oh that yeah that was the finish uh Kenny tried to do like a I forget what he he tried to do something off the rope and missed and like mocked. a phoenix splash or so, something and then, flippy and then he took a paradigm shift onto the wood yeah. boards yeah so so Mox literally goes into the corner with a knife cuts up the the ring and like pulls up the pads and the uh canvas. Like the canvas yeah. and stuff so they're in the corner with just boards it's like yeah. two by fours and taking a bump on that would suck too. Uh, I don't know if I'd take a bump in a regular wrestling ring. Yeah, really, right. But on just wood would be a pain. And he, I think he did like this. Was it off the top or it was? I, I don't I remember, but it was gross. It was like a big paradigm shit right on Kenny's head. You know, Kenny takes crazy bumps. Yes, anyway. he does. And he dumped him right on his head and beats him. And of course, it doesn't count because it's a lights out match. And so that's why we're getting another... Well, we've already gotten the, the other one. We're getting... I guess technically this is the third in the saga, but 
really only the second one that counts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they had their other. They had a wrestling match, I guess, mm-hmm. later on where Kenny won, and, and that was the whole big thing with that was like, oh, okay, we'll we'll do a straight wrestling match, but then Kenny and used then shenanigans, Ken, yeah, did, like hit microphones, yeah, whatever that was, a heater and interference and everything else, yeah, to cheat. So this is the big blow yep. off. And yeah. so, but this one, even though it's a crazy stipulation, it is not an unsanctioned match. And it will be for the title. Yeah, yeah. So this is exploding barbed wire death match. Yay! We get to watch it. <laughs> hope people have all of their and, fingers when right, they come home. And I can't. I don't know if it's the ropes are covered with barbed wire or if they're going to replace the ropes. I think it's just wrapped, from what I can gather. Um, but hopefully it's not just straight barbed wire ropes. Yeah, that would be. AEW has a good track record of doing gimmick crazy matches in a relatively safe way. Yeah. As safe as you can when there's barbed wire. Involved. Unless you want to count Sammy Guevara bulldog or spearing Matt Hardy off a scissor lift. That was that was that was just a botch. That was a yeah, that was just an accident. But this is another one again, speaking of the cage, this is another one where they said exploding barbed wire death match. They did I think all Japan did it. Uh no, it was ju- uh Japan Frontier FMW front, Frontier Martial Arts yeah or whatever Frontier Martial Arts yeah so um, it's it's not been a huge so thing. yeah the la- there's never been one in America as far as I know unless some little dinky yeah. you know which is very possible but but that it's another stipulation where you go they said that but we don't know what that really means yeah. until you see it you know so all we know is that Kenny is building a Moxley extermination chamber yeah. So that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be great. <laughs> I can't wait to see what it looks like. It's true. Kenny, if you're listening, uh, send us a picture. Yeah, please. Uh, you, you know my Instagram. You repeat. You replied to me one time. So <laughs> Yeah, we, we already know, Ken. <laughs> well, that was our uh, fun talk about matches we've seen together and been a part of. We weren't a part of any of these matches. We were, I don't know why I said that. We were a part. We were fa- the fans. That's were a true. Part of the experience. That is true. Without the fans, wrestling doesn't matter. It's true. This is, that's again one thing AEW did from the beginning. That's very had true. People in the audience, whether they were wrestlers, yes, you know, and now they're bringing like actual fans back. But they have noise and cheers yep. and people cheering on, and not just an empty building, which makes it. And just, I think that was why. A lot of football and things died, like all yeah, the actual sports true. died off was because there's no one to watch it. Like watching it on TV is completely different from being in the building. Yeah. Well, if you liked this episode, uh, we're Evan and Adam. Yeah. And if you didn't. Uh, we're men on a mission. That's true. Um, Thanks for listening. I'm Mabel. <laughs>